Parshas Lech Lecha transitions over from Noach Ish Tzadik to the greatness of Avram Avinu, probably the most significant person in world history, the father of ethical monotheism. The question is asked, why was Avram capable of drawing in so many people tachas kamfei while Noach is always chastised for not bringing people closer to Hashem? Noach never managed to convince anyone to join the fold, while Avram converted thousands of people. So the Zohar explains, the reason Noach was unsuccessful, because unlike Avram, who constantly davened for his dar, Noach never did daven for the people of his generation to repent and be saved from annihilation. And that's why Noach will forever have the dubious distinction of having the marble known as Mei Noach, Noach's water. The question is, how did the Zohar know that Noach did not daven for his generation? So I'd like to share with you an absolutely remarkable idea. The Gemara says, Ein Amida Eilat The word Amida is synonymous with prayer. Amida is from the word Oimed. I'm standing in one place. I'm stationary. So why is Tefillah called Amida? Because if you daven, and especially when you daven on behalf of somebody else, in that time, you can be learning Torah. You can be steiging and growing in your own avoidance Hashem. But by taking a break from your own personal growth and you daven, now you are an oimet. You are stagnating your own growth for the benefit of others. So that's why tefillah is called amida, stagnation. Who personified this exact mida? Avram Avinu. When Avram davened on behalf of Sodom, the Pasik says, Avram oideni oimed lefnei Hashem. He stopped whatever he was doing. He stopped his own personal growth to daven on behalf of the people of Sodom. And after the destruction of Sodom, the Pasik says, Again, Avram took a break from his own personal avoider to daven on behalf of others. And by doing that, he transformed himself into an oimet. However, by Noach it says, Noach was a hoilech. He was constantly on the move. He never stopped to think of others. Noach was concerned with his own personal growth, growing his own resume, enhancing his own image. And that is not what a manik should be concerned about. When you are a world leader, your concern should be with the people of your generation. And that's why Noach was unsuccessful in persuading anyone in his generation to mend their ways. In these difficult times for Klai Yisrael, we must emulate this Midah of Avram Avinu. Every day for a few minutes, we must transform ourselves into an Oymet. We must stop whatever we are doing and daven at fila for our brothers and sisters that find themselves in harm's way. Everything we do matters. Every tefillah, every pasik of Tehillim, every kavana on behalf of our soldiers, every act of chesed makes a tremendous impact in Shemaim. I've read that in the past two weeks, more than 60,000 soldiers who have never worn tzitzis have requested a pair of tzitzis. And thousands of volunteers from yeshivas and schools and seminaries have been working around the clock to make these requests a reality. Every pair of tzitzis makes a difference in the lives of our soldiers. I just heard an incredible story. After the horrific massacre that took place on Shabbos, Zaka volunteers were tasked with this most difficult duty of collecting the bodies from the various locations where they had been brutally murdered. 
They then transported them to a certain site where they would be prepared with proper cover demes. The volunteers would identify the bodies, notify the next of kin, and prepare them for tahara before they would be taken to the base of Chaim for kvura. The bodies that were picked up on Sunday and Monday were still relatively fresh, making it possible for the volunteers to work with them. However, as the week progressed, the bodies brought in began to emit a tremendous odor and showed considerable signs of decomposition. Unfortunately, there were still areas that were dangerous to access, leaving some bodies exposed in the fields for five to six days. And by the time they brought in bodies on Thursday and Friday, the conditions were unimaginably horrible, with some bodies decomposed beyond recognition. However, one body brought in on Friday, six days after the massacre, was still in great shape. It seemed as if this young man had just passed away. And the volunteers were shocked. They couldn't fathom how a body could remain in such great condition despite being exposed to the elements for so long. And as they prepared it for the Tahara, they discovered the answer. He was wearing a pair of tzitzis. It was the only body that had tzitzis on. It was the mitzvah of tzitzis that is equivalent to all 613 mitzvahs that protected him from the elements. We can only imagine the extent of the protection they provide to our soldiers on the battlefield. It's an even greater shemira than a bulletproof vest. So every prayer, every act of chesed, and every pair of tzitzis we create or donate matters. And just like a bulletproof vest, they significantly impact the safety of our troops. And now, we know. Have a wonderful Shabbos.